Welcome, 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 welcome. Fox, I see you. Agent, what's going on? User 672, Bob, Greg. Some of these names are too hard. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, Coach Lance Marine. Did you guys see that Baylor game? Wow. Did anyone see that Baylor game against um, Oklahoma? That was crazy. I knew Texas was going to win. Texas always wins, right? Not always. What's up, user 7566767855555999666667? Donald, what's going on? Collins, Lynn, where's everybody from? Touchpoint! What's up, everybody? Scott, Trent, John Hogan. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for joining, everybody. Appreciate you. What are y'all doing on Saturday night? What's everybody doing? What's up, baby? Touchpoint. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing very, very well. This mic is not on, by the way. You know it's not on. Come on now. Retired Gunny. Hoorah, Gunny. What's going on, Gunnery Sergeant? Taking care of kids. What does touch point mean? Hey, coming up in this touch point nation, this is what it means. It means you're it's basically what touch point is, is we're making it a big thing, okay? I went to the airport. The judge let me out for two days. Like a lion came out of house arrest. I like to consider myself a lion rather than a monkey, which pro- I might resemble a monkey a little better. He let me out on house arrest for two days. I thought this touch point thing was like famous. So I started yelling, touch point, touch point. And people started looking at me like I was crazy. One person even said, man, if you yell touch point in the airport, I would slam on the deck. I would jump on the deck. Hey, Check out my videos. You'll find out what Touchpoint is. Basically, Touchpoint is something it's something interesting and, and huge in your life for each individual, but it's different for every person. Now, in the SEALs, your Touchpoint was your secondary. I'm telling you, your primary goes down. Swack, swack, swack. Trap music, trap music, trap music, thud. You drop, let hang immediately, and you go to your Touchpoint. It's your emergency in life. Now my touch point is Jesus, but you got to find your touch point in this life. But a lot of times your touch point can be, hey, I can't get out of bed today. I can't get, I can't get out of bed this morning. Touch point. You got to jump out. Hey, Hoss, what's going on? How's it going, brother? It's the power to keep moving forward. That's an, thank you for summarizing that. Thank you. That's our, that's our new mission statement. I'm writing that down. It's the power to keep moving forward. You got to keep moving forward. Thank you for those likes. I, I really appreciate you. The other night I was like, man, I'm getting all kinds of likes. I got off this thing. I got off this life. I go upstairs. I'm at my mom's house on house arrest. I'm 40 years old. Okay. Just one little peace and quiet. Just kidding. Well, I walk upstairs. My mom goes, I was watching your live and I was doing the like button the whole time. I said, mom. I said, you can't be doing that. Because then I'm going to feel fake. That's some fake stuff like there. That was funny. Shit, my mom was pushing the like button the whole time. Thanks, mom. I appreciate that. Big Daddy, what's up? Touch point. Find an excuse to win. Hey, I'll tell you what. That's what it is. When I got this ankle bracelet, it was like life was over. And my dad always used to tell me, hey, son... God works everything out for the good for those who love the Lord. And I was like, yeah, but this time it's different. I got R2-D2 bear hugging my right ankle right now. Has like 27 commands. Take it, your analysis. You're 40 years old. You don't know what your future is. You're at your mom's house. Why do you keep getting in and out of that kiddie pool? You can't wrap a $100 bill around a bunch of ones anymore. Come on, man. What's up? You're facing serious prison time. Jimmy. And then finally one day, 
And this is what touch point really means. This pin, what, what the heck? Finally, one day, I look down at my ankle braces, this thing over here, R2-D2. You know, like C-3PO. And I looked down and I said, you better shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And by the way, I'm going to touch point you out of here, son. Touch point! And that's what touch point is. From that day forward, Mr. R2-D2 behaves. Because he knows if he gets out of line, I am going to dunk him in the water. That's right. I will take a bath in the name of ruining him if he keeps on back-talking me. And that's what you got to do in life. And by the way, if you don't know me yet, seals hate the water. Okay? We really do. Now, if we're around people, a dog and pony show, everybody's like, yay, it's so cool. They're so amazing. And we're getting out of the water. We're like, what's up, man? What's up? That was great. Okay, okay, okay. When, when, when everybody turns their back, we're like, that was terrible, man. How many times I got to get this water, man? What the heck? What the heck happened to my toenails? Where are my toenails? Because your toenails are going to fall off if you're a Navy SEAL. They might come back. Thank God there was a seal. Thank God there was a seal on here the other day. Somebody said hair transplant. What's up, dog? Somebody, there was a seal on here when I was talking about the toenails coming out. And uh, his name is Max. I love Max. I hope he's on right now. I didn't see you. Sorry. And uh, Max was like, yo, bro, my toenails still ain't come back. I was like, I know. Thank you. Thank you for backing me up. Big Daddy, where's my toenails, Jimmy? Did you get vaccinated? Look, the last thing that I really care about is getting vaccinated, whether I did or I did not. After you've been in the federal penitentiary in solitary, those little bitty issues in life, they go away real quick. I think Americans have too much free time on their hands. It's your constitutional right to not get it. And it's your choice or decision to get it. Once you go to solitary confinement in a Texas federal penitentiary, you don't really think about those little bitty things in life. You enjoy the sun, for instance. What's good, big time? What's going on, brother? All my love to you today. So what's up with prison? What do you mean what's up with prison? It's terrible. ATX. What causes you to lose your toenails? Uh, if you, if basically, if, you're, if your feet stay wet all the time, you know they're, they're like wrinkly all the time. Imagine putting your, your uh, uh, feet in a bathtub for like a week straight. Your toenails would fall off eventually. I think it's the combination of running and operating in um, in jungle boots and, and being wet all the time. It's not jungle rot. It's not all these other things, swamp foot. It is some of that, but basically your toes go numb for years. Mine eventually came back, the feeling. But man, you're, you're, it's difficult. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's really miserable. Yeah, Angela said, oh my God, that would be miserable. It 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 really is, you know. Um don't you know some 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 guys they, they reach out to me and they say, Jimmy, I I um dropped out of buds. I dropped out of basic underwater demolition school. I feel like a loser. A couple of them say that it's probably the best thing they ever did, but there's a lot of regrets, you know. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Magnanimous Frogman. Wow. And a lot of them have regrets and stuff uh, for quitting buds. But I often say, hey, man, first of all, I respect someone who goes to that training and, and then fails or quits way more than someone who talks about going all their life but doesn't go. I still don't disrespect him for that. I just think that's quite um, 
a, a, a hero in my book just to go for it. Uh, and there should never be any regrets because once you realize that the reason why you're going through Navy SEAL training, the reason why you're going through the hardest training in the world is not so your mommy and daddy hug you and say, good job. Not so that you can walk around and say you're a SEAL, all this stuff. You know, not so, um, you know, not all these different things. Why, why, let's face it, your why? I was thinking, what was my why? It was because, you know, I wanted to help people. I want to say, no, really? It was insecurity. Why else would you go to the world's hardest uh, training, the world's absolutely hardest vetting process, selection course? It lasts for two years. I don't care what anyone thinks or says, or you can Google six months. Yeah, right. You don't even get your boots issued to you by the end. It, it's, it's just a long process. They call it the finishing school, you know, and... Um, uh, a lot of guys quit because they realize that this is what it's going to be like in the SEAL teams. It is going to be absolutely miserable. And that's why you're going through it is to see if you can survive on the regular SEAL teams. And that's the whole reason for their vetting and training. And it really never ends. You off house arrest, my guy? No, I'm not off house arrest yet. Someday, you know I'm going to be off house arrest someday. Somebody says Delta Force in all caps. Okay. Good. That's a good group of operators right there. It's called, it's not called Delta Force anymore. I think Chuck Norris called it that once. Back in the 1980s. It's called CAG. Glock or Sig? Oh man. Um they, they, I think they're both really, really, really good weapons. Glock, it's a little clanky, and they've got the bigger ones. You know, you don't want to go with a big old monster-sized Glock, you know. But I would say actually Glock for accuracy. Safe for dependability, but Glock, man, that thing's gonna fire no matter what, really. Too, there, it's it's all you know, it's all on you, really, on that one. You're the best TikToker. I read that one. Glock nineteen. What's the first thing? Okay, hey man, I'm so glad you're on live. I've been waiting. Yeah, man, you know I've been doing them every once in a while. Sometimes I ain't though. I've been trying to set it up on my computer here, you know, so I don't have to read these little bitty things. Iowa or Michigan? Neither. My gosh, help me, Lord. Touch pony. Who's, who said that? Touch pony. Touch pony. Come on. You're going to be in the movies, Jimmy. You know what? I think I already am. Didn't you? Hold on. What's up? Touch point. Can you become a seal with bad eyesight? Like very bad? Man, let me tell you something. There, there are very... There are going to be a tremendous amount of obstacles in your life when it comes to following your dream. And, and I know that sounds a little motivator talkish. I hate doing that stuff. I hate being like that. You can't do it because sometimes you can't. Like I went to pre-med school and failed miserably because, and I tried hard. I studied like 12 hours a day, got tutors and everything, and it was terrible. And so you really just can't do anything in the world. That's ridiculous. If you want to be an astronaut bad enough, you can do it. No, not really. Not necessarily. You might could, if that's if, but if that's what God put in your heart, if it's burning in your heart to do it, I promise you, if there's something burning in your heart, don't question it. You can do it. God put it in there for you. Who else? Didn't you guys have H and K Heckler and Cock on the on the teams? Very very dependable. Uh, MP40 is very dependable. We just don't use them anymore. Because we do visit board search and seizure, gas platforms, all that stuff. But um, uh, there's nothing that the M4 can't do anymore. The 416, all these things. It's just something that we phased out. Doesn't mean it's not an awesome weapon. It actually is really expensive too. But listen to me. So there's all kinds of obstacles. Uh, uh, one of them being eyesight. Uh, going back to your question. Dude, listen up, man. Check it out, bro. I had I had 2,400 
vision. 2,400 vision. That's really, really bad. And really, really sad. If you're a guy, a little bitty guy like me, back in the day, want to be a seal so bad. Because I just inherently knew, even as a real small kid, when my parents found out I was blind as a bat, that that was, that that was a deal killer. Keep in mind, this was early 80s when there wasn't really that kind of surgery going on. I sure as heck didn't know about that. My parents didn't know about that. And it was kind of archaic at the time, like where they were like using a chainsaw or whatever, you know. So I can remember crying in the, in the, in the, in the, in the taking a shower while I was taking a shower as a little kid. I still cry when I have to take a shower. Y'all know that. I hate water. But I was crying as a little kid and, and I remember you know, going to my knees in the bathtub and just crying and, and praying like God, because I, it's like I knew about God or something and, and asking him to maybe heal my sight, heal my eyes. But I felt like it was impossible, but I heard Bible stories. I heard a Bible story about Bartimaeus who, who yelled out to Jesus and said, you know, Jesus, as he's walking by, everybody says, shut your mouth, bro. This is some Jimmyism paraphrasing. They said, shut up. And it says he yelled all the more louder. And sometimes you got to yell all the more louder to get God's attention. To get his attention. And you got to ask boldly. So I wore these big old, these are, Modern day snake oil, by the way. I wore big old glasses at school. I take off my my glasses. I just was blind. It was like fuzziness. But one day, I went through the Marines first and everything because I didn't have what it took to be a SEAL. I had to mature physically, mentally, everything. Spiritually. One day I go... Um, and I hear about this new surgery they have, this, this guy in Dallas that can fix your eyesight. Oh, man, that was a good day. Went from seeing 2,400 to 2,015, and then eventually it was 2,020 again. They said, man, you see like an eagle now. So, to answer your question, you can absolutely get a waiver. You need to go get the surgery for your eyesight, and then you need to get a waiver, and that's just another obstacle that you're going to have to clear. Another problem that I had when I was a kid, I couldn't hear very well on my left ear. My left, my left eustachian tube was narrowed and closed off. And I remember the local doctor in, Mil, in the Milshoe town that I was in said, son, you got a, a narrowing of the eustachian tube. It's almost closed and because I, I couldn't clear my nose. Uh, something that you're going to have to do thousands of times in the seals. Guys get so good at clearing their, their ears, they just go like that. You want to see it again? How about again? And so... I looked at the doctor. I was little, a little kid. And I said, doctor, I said, I want to be a Navy SEAL. He said, son, you better scrap that out of your head because you can't even clear your ear. That's not possible. Do you know how many times I've been told it's not possible do you know how many times that I have been told that it's not possible? A kid w reached out to me a while back, a couple years ago. This guy was in bad shape and he said he wanted to be a SEAL. I said, you want to be a SEAL? And from the looks at him, if you saw him, You'd say, no way in your head. 
But instead of turning my back on him and saying no way, my only reaction was, when do you want to meet me at the gym so I can see where you're at? So I can see where your times are to go to SEAL training. He said, you're going to help me? I said, you dang right. And somebody asked me, man, why are you helping him? You know he ain't going to go. You know he's not going to be a SEAL. You're wasting your time. He can't even do one pull-up. I said, shut your mouth, bro, before I smack it off your face. I'm sorry. This was the old me. This man is dead. The Texas tornado is gone. But I said, shut up before I smack your mouth off your face. I said, that was me. If I can do it, this kid has every chance to. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But the ones who really don't make it through SEAL training are the ones that had everything given to them in life, and, and they're the all-stars. The all-stars cry and quit. I've heard, I've heard really, really in shape good athletes say, man, I ain't worried about quitting. And I think in my head, you're done. You're going to quit uh, the first day or so. Time in in buds, time in Navy SEAL training is calculated by evolutions and minutes on the clock. So let's say, for instance, I quit buds, okay? And then another guy has quit. And he goes, yo, bro, when did you quit? I'd say like day three, um, day three, uh, evolution two, or day three, hour two. That that's how you that's how you count time there, and that's pretty good actually. Making it a couple days of buds is not bad. That's not bad actually. So, don't tell me if you got something in your heart that you can't do it. I had another kid the other day, a while back, months ago. On house arrest, it doesn't matter days, years, whatever. Christmas is this month, give or take a couple months, whatever. He said, man, I, I don't have a, a, a GD, Jimmy. I said, why not? He said, you don't understand. I said, don't, I said, hold on, before we continue on, don't ever tell me that again, that I don't understand. Do not ever make the mistake of a miscalculated statement like that again, because you have no idea what I've been through or what I know or what I don't know. Maybe I dropped out of school when I was 14 and struggled to get a GD and all kinds of stuff. So tell me one more time, why don't you have a GD? Because I don't have a, 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 a driver's license, a, te- a, a state driver's license to take it. I said, I guess we're going to have to break this down elementary style here. Why don't you have a driver's license? Because they require me to be a, a resident in the state. Where is your proof of? Income, some kind of statement from your house. Go down the DMV, start getting ASVAB, ASVAB books for dummies and GED books for dummies. You start studying for the GED. Now you're doing a double whammy. Now you're studying for the ASVAB and you don't even know it. Walk your ASS in that office, that recruiter's office, and say, Touch point! There's not many excuses in this life. I know some people got the shaft. Some people get the shaft in life. But there's nothing God can't can't handle. Nothing. Nothing. Where's everybody from? I want to give a shout out to my first responders. I want to give a shout out to anyone that's serving in the military right now or has served. We got a lot of veterans. 
a lot of Patriots on this touch point. Um, this mighty warrior tribe. And you guys and girls are really the ones making this happen. And I appreciate everybody. Y'all are awesome. But there's very few excuses, yeah? Mama Bear says, I shoot a rubber band gun. What is up? I love you. Sleep deprived, still alive. I'm glad to see you on. Yeah, me too. I am too. Great to see you. Georgia choked. I didn't see the Georgia game. I saw Baylor. I love your lives. Thank you so much. North of Georgia, Mississippi strong. Did you know uh, DJ Shipley? Uh, I know of him. Uh, I'm not friends with him. Uh, that's all I'll say. My Shoe, Texas. What's up, Nick? Massachusetts, Florida, Big Daddy. Sup, brother? What's up, man? Hey, is Ed on here? Is Ed on here? Ed sent me this coffee. Ed is the man. I tell you, he sent me this coffee, and it is good. It smells good. It's called Rebel Roaster. It's not bitter. Rebel Yell Dark Roast. I mean, it's even got the date stamped on it. What a what a great guy for doing that. Merry Christmas to you too. What's up? Who am I avoiding? I saw you. I saw you, brother. But oh no, you're avoiding me. Big Daddy, what's up? I see you, man. I see everybody. I go to basic January 11th. Jesse says, hey, by the way, Big Daddy, I love you. Thank you so much for joining. I always, man, faithful brother, fellow warrior. I go to basic January 11th. I want to cross rate to EOD and your videos motivate me to work hard for it. Jesse, man, you can do it. You can do it. My girlfriend used to say, you can do it. So, so very similar to that. You got me. You got me. I love your stories, dude. Thank you. And finally... Jesus heard Bartimaeus. You thought I was not done yet. You thought I forgot. And he called Bartimaeus up. He said, bring him here. Because he yelled out. He kept pushing forward. He kept yelling to Jesus. He kept yelling to Jesus. He kept yelling to God. And sometimes that's what you got to do. Navy vet, what's up, brother? I see you. Dude, boy, I want to be a Marine. Well, what is stopping you? Don't let anything stop you. By the way, that guy that could only do one pull-up, I came back in a few months. He was training so hard. He could do like 10 pull-ups. He could swim, do the side, the combat side stroke, Navy SEAL side stroke with perfect form. I was so, that's probably one of the most proudest moments I've ever had. He did not go on to be a SEAL. That's not the point. The whole, the point is not, who cares about the seals? It's about your dream. And at first he wanted to do the seals, but he realized going through that process with me that he could do so much more than he actually thought. What's your plans for work after house arrest? I think I'm going to take a sailboat if all goes well. I'm going to sail around the world, or not sail around the world, but do some coastal sailing and uh, maybe some, some um, deep water. It's kind of scary at night out there. You're by yourself. Let me tell you this story. I love all y'all. Are you on TRT, testosterone? No, I'm not, actually. I'm not on testosterone, no steroids. I have in the past, of course, but um, I'm just not doing it anymore. Anymore. But not against it, not against uh, um, blood work and test therapy and all that with doctors. Let me tell you something. Have you ever been out on the ocean, the deep abyss at night? I'm talking, this is a scary story, so you better listen up. I went to get my um, level certification level two, three, and four 
um, two, three, and four, ASA two, three, and four in Spain, Mallorca. Okay. It's where I met uh, my girlfriend at the time in Spain there. It's near Ibiza. And I was all over the place. I was wild. But I went there to get my level four certification. You can take a sailboat and you don't even have to have a level uh, level four certification. But being from the SEAL teams, I, I knew how important it was to learn all that you can before you go out on your own. Well, I'm out on that. I'm out on the open water. Thanks, Big Daddy. Open water. Story time with Jimmy. What's up? Touch point. I'm out on the open water. It's at nighttime. We're just kind of drifting out in the middle of nowhere. If you have ever been out in the middle of nowhere on the ocean, it's different than the desert. It's different than the mountains. Mountains are kind of scary. Uh, desert can feel kind of like, uh, you know, but, but the ocean, the dark abyss, the dark abysmal abyss. This mic is not on, but it doesn't matter. The dark, abysmal abyss. And you're floating out there by yourself and the moon's out. You realize how small you... Thank you for all those hearts. Thank you for the gifts and all that stuff. Thank you very much. Touch point. You realize how small you are. Spooky, you know I wasn't on no cruise liner. This ain't no cruise ship. This ain't no Disney cruise, dog. Spooky, I love you, Spooky. You realize how small you are out on the dark, abysmal night on the ocean. And then a rogue wave hits you. Boom. And you're like, what was that? What the heck was that? And you're like, whoa, whoa, let's go back to Texas. Let's go to Texas now. Let's go back to Texas. Okay, too late. Too late. You already made the stupid decision to be out here by yourself. Starfish, I love you. Hey, 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 happy Saturday. Some rogue wave just goes boom. I mean, I mean, out of nowhere. And it's real calm. I mean, this is like the best sea conditions. But here's the scary thing. The instructor. She's she's a captain, the captain, the instructor. She was cool. She was bad to the bone. Like she, she had done like, like across the Atlantic transits and like little bitty, like 32 foot boats, like crazy stuff. Like it's just nuts. She said that their bodies would just float by in the ocean from like disasters or shipwrecks or something. Like she had crazy stories, but we were out there in the middle of the dark night. It's like 3 AM big, big rogue wave knocks me off the, um, I'm laying outside because it's so hot inside the cabin. Sailing is miserable. Anyways, it's so hot inside the cabin. I'm laying out under the stars, you know, like Ishmael on Moby Dick, you know, that, that whole story. I, I've read it. And, and I'm looking up, gazing at the stars at night in this big ocean. And then all of a sudden, boom. And I'm like, what's up? I'm like, touch point. That, that's something else you yell, you know, if you want to get some quick courage real quick, some real super quick adrenaline. I say, what's up, touch point? Captain comes out. Oh. Captain comes out. And she goes, you want me to tell you a story? She's hard as nails, you know what I mean? Eating a can of sardines. I'm like, I guess. I guess I'm not going to sleep now. It's... Today, I feel like Jim Carrey coming out the rhino's ASS on Pet Detective 2. That's how hot it was. You know what I'm talking about when he tries to come out of that big rhino's butt. You know what I mean. If you don't know what I mean, just watch it before you, you, you knock me. She's like, let me tell you a story. And I'm like, okay, Captain Jack. Captain Jill. I'm like, whatever. And, um... She says, you ever heard about the, the famous, you know, cross-ocean voyager who was by himself? He was sleeping at night by himself in the middle of the ocean. And then, boom! I'm like, what? What do you mean, boom? 
Boom, what? Boom. She's like, shh. You don't want to be heard out here. And I'm like, Captain Jack. She's like, it's Captain Jill. I said, I don't care. Listen to me. I want to go home. I'm ready to go home now. She's like, Texas Tornado, you're far out here alone with me now. I'm like, no, 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 no. What do I have to do to get out of this thing? And this, she says, boom. And I'm like, what happened? Where I come from in the SEAL teams, boom is your entire ship blowing sky high like Noriega's vessel. When we raided that piece, all they found was the steering wheel and they hung it up in the team room. That's a whole nother story, whatever. You got what I'm saying. She's like, the vessel just exploded. And if it wasn't for his survival pack, that's right, Nick, boom, he would have died. And he had to stay out in the water for 40 days and 40 nights. And I'm like, oh man, we've only been out here for like four days and I want to die right now. She's like, shut up and listen. What happened? I'm like, okay. She says, his vessel just blew up into pieces. Like, boom. Can you imagine you're sleeping out in the middle? Everybody just starts saying, boom. Uh-oh, I feel another touch point moment. Touch point vids coming out. Can you imagine being out in the ocean and your entire vessel, sea vessel, blows up and you're sleeping and now you're in the water just, oh, I thought I was a bad ASS and now I'm just a nobody drowning. Well, luckily he had a survival little thing and he made this like little drip system where the sun would come out in the morning, condensation, drip into his mouth. Oh, tickles and pickles. No, I don't think so. Reverse matrix that one real quick. And so I said, what happened to his boat? Just tell me, Captain Jack. She's like, it's Jill. She said, a massive well had been following them for days. Decided to deep six dive himself. That means go all the way to the bottom of the ocean. How we know that? I don't know. Who cares? It's my story. We're talking the bottom of the Mariana Trench. This well goes down to. And then decides to red out Tober like a Russian rocket. Right underneath his boat on purpose. Boom! And I said... I said, why would this big whale decide to deep six himself in the Mariana Trench and then pogo bounce off the bottom of the ocean floor, which, by the way, is a survival technique if you have your squeezy in the breezy. And explode this boat, this ship. And Jack or Jill, Captain Jill says, because they forgot to turn off the radar and they think the sonar was agitating the little baby well. And so the mama bear, the mama well decided <laughs> to destroy them. Poor Oklahoma. Yeah, right. I could have told you that Oklahoma was going to lose anyways. Guardian 36.
That's a true story. They think his sonar was system was on, and it was pissing the the, the well's baby off or, or the well, the mama well. Who cares? But that's pretty malicious for a well just to do that. And a well could do that if he wants or she wants. Infidel soldier, I'm sorry, you're right. I swore not to talk bad about Oklahoma. What's up, brother? What's everybody doing? I hope you like my sea story. That that's a great I forgot about that sea story. Man, that was fun. In a terrible way. You caught that, Nick? Sipper Nick, you caught that, huh? Nick is funny, man. Nick is awesome. That future devil dog, Sipper Five, Texas Militia, what's up? You doing all right? I'm doing great. Spooky. It was epic. Mamas are pretty cutthroat. I agree with you, brother. Big Daddy loved it. Captain Chill with the with with touch point. Love that story, Big Daddy. Thank you so much. Starfish, Captain Jill with the sardines. I know it was terrible. It's like Jim Carrey and that rhino. You know what I'm saying? It was so hot. What is the scar on your neck from? It's my girlfriend's lips. It looked really cool doing Muay Thai in Thailand. Not so cool when you come back to reality. Had it burned off by a scientist that was working on the COVID cure. He obviously didn't find the cure, okay? But he was instrumental in finding hepatitis C um, solutions. Thanks, thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Great story. Did he end up dead? No, he's he's the longest surviving. I think he's the longest surviving uh, solo sailor, whatever Voyager to ever to ever man to ever float out of ocean. It was crazy, like forty something days, maybe longer. That is a long freaking time. Um, and if it wasn't for his survival pack floating by him after his boat exploded then he would have died for sure. Spooky. Spook dog. Have I ever lost a fight? Yeah, I've lost every fight that I thought I won. If you think that you're winning in life, physical fights or anything else, Without the juice, the power and juice of God behind you, you are failing and you're losing and you don't even realize it. So yes, thank you for that question. I've lost a lot of fights. Lost, lost a lot of fights in that sense. Box wine, please. Sugar D, what's up? Thank you for your, I've seen all your comments. I see all your, your, your comments. I appreciate you. Tatanka, Nick Cope, what's up? Who's all here? Your hair looks good today. Oh, thank you. I've been, I've been kind of working on it, you know what I'm saying? Neanderthal. I took one of those 23andMe tests. It was embarrassing. Really embarrassing. Mine said like 4% Neanderthal. I said, that's not even human, man. What's up? Touch point. Favorite sidearm? My right. Straight, what's up? And right hook, what's up? Right elbow, what's up? You know what I'm saying? If you want to know what kind of elbow damage you're going to do in a fight, speaking of fights, which I don't talk about much, but if you want to know what kind of damage or, or what kind of elbow that you need to throw, does everyone want to know just what kind of elbow you need to throw Based on the individual out there, each one of you has a, a certain type of elbow, okay? And depending on the type of elbow that you have, the bone, um, is, is the type of strike that you need to throw. Either you're coming like that or you're coming to crush it like that, like that. So you're coming down like that and you're skimming their nose and that's called a cutting elbow, okay? Or... You're, you're, you're doing a smashing like that. And, and you know, and, and elbows are really bad and they're, they're illegal in a lot of ways in, in some stuff. Um, and, and the reason why you don't see elbows is because they're so damaging and, and they'll send you to the hospital. Uh, but how you tell, 
how you tell, you know, somebody gave a donation for the lighthouse art. And so I, I sent that off uh, yesterday. I sent it. Um, and so if anybody wants to purchase my art, um, that, that fund, that money is going straight to my, my lawyer fees. Uh, so I figured that's a great way to, to stack away some money. Uh, if you want to purchase one of my arts, just let me know. Uh, email me at jimmywatsonpodcast at gmail.com. Anyways, if you want to know what kind of elbow to throw, you want to look at your elbow right now. You want to look at it, right? And you see, you see how mine, I, I wish I had a talon. Some people have like a talon, they call it. Uh, some really great fighters have like these, these elbows that come out. It's like a pointy elbow, and it almost comes out like a talon, and that's a great cutting elbow. You know, smashing is okay, but that one is a cutting elbow, okay? You know, we, and that's, that's the one you come uh, up, over, and down, like that, across the face. Uh, a smashing elbow, you, you can do an uppercut, you know, but uh, for this purpose, a smashing elbow is something like mine, and it's very... It's very just rounded and flat. Uh, and that those are good for smashing. I don't know why I decided I want to tell you all that. Lion's main pose. What's up? I got to redo my lines. You know what I'm saying? Lines in my lines, main. I'm throwing freedom seeds. I ain't trying to hit my funny bone. I hear you. I hear that, Nick. I understand what you just said totally. Bro, for real, Oklahoma wants his swag from you. I need my touch point gear. You're going to get your gear, I promise you, Guardian. Uh, no one has never got their gear. Uh, Evan sends everything out, and he sends it lightning fast. In fact, he sends it right away. Just, uh, uh, in fact, please um, email me, bro, at jimmywatsonpodcast at gmail.com and with your order number. And I'll and I'll check it tonight uh, and send it over to Evan tomorrow morning. And so we'll know exactly where your shirts are. Uh, but um, they ship out right away when we get them. Uh, and everything has come in now. So if you want to order a shirt, thanks for reminding me. Um, glasses are 50% off. The sunglasses and uh, all the Touchpoint shirts. Um, we got the OD green ones in. We got about 80 of those left. And uh, five black shirts left, five black shirts, and I think seven gray. I hope I didn't get that mixed up. You get the point. I, yeah, tees are awesome. Thank you for saying that. Every, I, I love it. I love to hear the testimonies. Uh, speaking of testimonies, we've had phenomenal testimonies. Some, somebody the other day, I can't say too much, but about four days ago, we, I prayed with uh, someone. And I'm telling you, they were bad off. Uh, I'm talking um, at the end of their rope. Um, and a simple, heartfelt prayer together, which I always do on here. Uh, he has found so much freedom. His family's back together, which looked impossible. A, a lot of things happened there. And, and I, just give the, I just give all the glory to Jesus for doing that, and that's how powerful this is. He, Jesus is the true mighty warrior, and he can instantaneously be in your life when you call upon him. Touch point, amen. Thank you for all those likes. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, my, what is that? Sorry, there's a little bit of glare here. I love your videos, brother. Meaningful, interesting, and genuine. Michael, thank you so much. You know, our nation needs hope and change. And I think I would venture to say that's every nation right now. We have viewers from Australia and Canada, uh, all over the place. Maserati, Lamborghini. One place is called Lamborghini. I looked around for it. I was like, what the heck? Italy? Is that Italy? Uh, one person said they were in my wall. I said, I just asked where you're from. He said he's in my wall. There's some strange cats. But we've had some supernatural testimonies, and it's all to the glory of God. I'm telling you, and, and I'm telling you, what's crazy is that no matter how devastating the situation is, 
And sometimes I don't think that I can hear something worse than what I heard last time. And I think a lot of you can, can relate to this. You hear things sometimes in the day, or maybe it's in your own personal life right now, that you don't know how to, you don't have the keys anymore to this, the, these fetters, these chains that are around your ankles, these chains that are around your, your hands. They're invisible chains, but they're chains. Make no mistake, and it's hard to, um, to even, even fathom getting those off. But it's just incredible. Never cease to amaze me how Jesus can step in and meet you where you are and save you, save your life from a world of pain. Somebody asked something interesting up here. Has William Clinton been in prison? Sir, I do not know. Max, what is up, my brother? He's a fellow collaborator in all kinds of ways. Fellow frogmen, love you, brother. Thank you very much for all your support, brother. Never mind. Michael, what's up? Never mind, LOL. I thought you said something really nice earlier. And then you say, never mind. I hope it's not for me. Come on, man. You know, I, you know, I love you, brother. You never know, though. You know, it could be, it could be uh, something really great. I, I, just, I just fake myself out and tell myself that. Family get comfortable being uncomfortable. There are tad slower from the cell, but all good. I have the green shirt and the red framed shades on the way. Big Daddy 51, thank you very much for buying a shirt. Thank you so much, everybody, for, for showing your support. I appreciate you. Uh, do you uh, do, you do uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, I did for five years. I think it's a great uh, foundation. And then I just went on to, to, to stand up and then some golden glove boxing uh, training. training, And then I went to Muay Thai and, and trained uh, in Koh Samui and, and Koh Pangong and, and some other places. Uh, pretty hardcore stuff. What disciple do you relate to the most, Jimmy? You know, I, I, I never had thought about that. You know, you know what's interesting about that is, is, is Paul, the apostle, this is, really, this is really interesting and just shows you how humble that we have to be in life. Is Paul, the apostle, at the beginning of his ministry, uh, said, I am least of these 12 disciples. Meaning, these 12 disciples are greater than me, but I am greater than everyone else. Basically, in, in a spiritual sense. And then at the end of his ministry towards his death in Rome and towards him being executed after writing a, you know, uh, two-thirds of the New Testament in a dungeon probably. At the end, you know what he says? He, is, he says, I am the least of you all. So he goes from elevating himself right under the apostle, uh, the, the disciples, to at the very end of his life saying, I am the cheapest sinners. Now, I think woe is the man who, who says that uh, they are without sin or without guilt, or, you know, but only Jesus can, can uh, clear you. Only Jesus can pardon you. A lot of people say, man, free Jimmy. When are they going to free you? I said, man, you know, I know this may sound crazy, but but I am free. I may be on lockdown, house incarceration, whatever you want to call it, R2-D2 over here, kissing on my ankle every day. But in truth and reality, I am free. No, this is not pre-recorded, brother. Michael, it says, is this pre-recorded? Now you, now you know it's not. Unless I have impeccable timing. And coincidentally. Is there an Alex in here right now? 
All right, thank you for that rose, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for all that stuff, man. Uh, Nick Hoarder, Nick Hoarder, Nick, whatever. When did you decide to become a SEAL? When did you decide to leave the military? Um, the My life kind of took a turn in the, in the SEALs. I had a traumatic brain injury. I could have stayed in and, and been an instructor, but it was time for me to depart. Uh, it ended a, a beautiful career and what I really desired to do for a full 20. Made it 16 and a half years, almost 17, and that was that. However, I had the desire implanted in my heart from the time I was little. I was talking to this international bestseller author, ghostwriter that's doing my book. You know, it's a story of redemption. It's not like, who, you know, in man's arrogance, a book is born. Okay, I get it. This is not about that. It's, it's about a, a story of redemption. It has a lot of redeeming qualities about it. But anyways, he goes, no, no, Jimmy, somebody had to put that in your head. And I said, I said, sure, sure, sure. But, but I just knew in my heart from the time I was little. And some of my, somebody out there, a lot of you may, may feel the same way about certain things. Um, if, if God's put something in your heart, I don't care how old you are, young you are. You know, it may be just day to day, something new every day. You know, search that out. Go for it with all your heart. You know, ask Jesus about it. Ask God about everything. And he'll make a way. Hey, everybody, I'm going to pray out. I love everybody. I appreciate everybody tonight. It was fun. I, I just, it's therapeutic for me. You know, I went through exposure therapy in the hospital, James Haley Veterans Hospital. I was there for a while at the polytraumatic ward at Veterans Hospital. And uh, telling stories is a way for me to, to vent it's a way for me to, to have therapy. I hope it's therapy for you. I hope that, that Jesus is doing some big things in your life and restoring some hearts and healing uh, the brokenhearted. All my love tonight to you. Uh, Jesus, thank you right now. I, I thank you uh, for, for just giving us this moment right now to pause and take a stop in our life with all the racing thoughts and all the anxiety. Placing aside all the pain, all the anguish, all the frustration. There may be somebody out there thinking about committing suicide right now. But I thank you, Father, that you're stepping in and, and filling their heart with love. Like you have so many times before on these lives. I thank you, Jesus for stepping in and filling that void in each and every person's life on here where that void seems to have gotten larger and larger through the years. I ask you to go ahead and close that up and show everyone in here your power and your strength and your might, your special anointing. Only you, Jesus, can make a way where there is no way. And I ask you, Jesus, to call upon each and every person's soul tonight, their heart, and guide them in and heal them and make a way where there's no other way. I thank you for blessing each and every person tonight. If Alex is out there right now, uh, your child as well. Uh, I believe that Jesus is saying, I am the way for your life. Um, and look to me for your answers. Look to me, Alex, for your answers. And if Dalton's out there, no need to fear. Uh, I believe Jesus is saying in my prayer today, your insomnia is cured. If anyone has insomnia out there right now, I pray that the Holy Spirit would heal you, would give you peace at night, would finally heal your brain and all the nerve endings and all the anxiety would just wash away into the night, this very night with peace. I pray each and every one of you have a peaceful night of sleep. If there's a Christy out there or Christine, Christina, I don't know. I, I don't know the name exactly, but I've been, I have been with you. I believe Jesus is saying, I have been with you. 
um, by the fountain. I have been with you by the fountain. I don't know if that means something to you, but all my love tonight for everybody. I pray for each and every one of you tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Amen. Everybody, I love you. I appreciate you. Um, I'm hoping you're getting something out of this. Um, I think I get just as much, you know. Sometimes I put out a video and I'm like, that that was for me. I need to, I need to, I need to reflect upon my own video and be at peace and relax and know that everything's gonna be okay. Childlike faith in Jesus and your destiny. Your life is going to be okay in his hands. I love you. Peace be with you. God bless all y'all. Thank you very much. See ya.